Hey, welcome CP Church to our No Borders podcast here on a Resurrection Sunday. I'm here with Pastor Devon. Oh, you want me to say something? I do. <laughs> and I'm here with my sister, Kyla. Hey, how's it going? Hey, going great. Well, how'd you guys like the sermon today? It was awesome. Service great. so good to gather here. Service for was Sunday. so good. Service was so good. It's we got to so say, good. Devon and it, Pastor Devon and, and Ashley and Brian, everybody, Nina up there crushed they it today. They did so good. God was definitely evident mm-hmm. today, right? Oh, my he gosh. He was definitely evident. Feeling, oh like, feeling the spirit move was... um. That was an that's an awesome experience. You know, mm-hmm. he's always with us, but when you can feel him, yeah, when he feels more tangible. It's it's a little different. Yeah, so. absolutely. But it's it, your hard work though, and your preparation. You mm. guys really you, you took the vision that God gave you and what He wanted to do here. But y'all worked so hard. That's our worship leader Ashley Van Wingerden, <laughs> whipping us into shape. That is what she does. She She's does so a good, good job at it. She is, she is extremely talented, extremely gifted. God I has am really her blessed her. Fan. Yes, you are, aren't you? <laughs> She's incredible. Well, hey, let's start today with something fun. What's uh, do you guys have any interesting or fun or different Easter traditions? If not, if, if you got the basics, tell us of some of your favorite Easter traditions that you guys do in your families. We spend a lot of time at church. <laughs> My family. Pastor's that kids. Is, yeah, that's always, our tradition. Always. <laughs> I, I was just talking to my cousin about this last night. I were, just remember being at home when I was young. Easter was like the time. There was always some food cooking the night before mm. Easter, so the house smelled of food. There was clothes everywhere because we had to put on our Sunday's best. So that was always, I mean, it was full. You smelled the iron. You smelled the laundry going because it always had to be that way. But Easter for me um, has always been like the new year. I celebrate it as that reminder that life is brand new mm. and we can begin again. So that's for me for Easter. It's more like a new year, a new year's beginning. It's uh, awesome. yeah. that's so cool. Not to be the, the the church kid, but my favorite part of Easter weekend, I, I, of course, Resurrection Sunday is amazing. But the our Good Friday services, yes, yeah. our Good Friday services, the baptisms, our, our outdoor worship, yes. it's just so. Cool. Which we so have touching. to celebrate. I don't know how many people were baptized. We over forty something. Over forty. They just Close kept to coming 50. on. I yeah. they kept coming and coming and coming. Right. And the more people came, the more excited I got right. to see. I mean, to see what what God was doing. When we would ask that question, "Why are you being baptized?" The answers. I mean, the answers were all over the board, but so beautiful, mm. so beautiful. I mean, it was a gore. Oh, right. I did like the noises that they made when they got in there. <laughs> the water must have been gone because they were all. Oh. Pastor Stephen and I got, got to baptize some kids. And of course, my, my first time baptizing ever. Is, it was such a special experience getting yes. to baptize eight youth. Uh, and one, one of my favorites, Miss Sherry Palmer, right. uh, uh, who I've known for so many years. She was kind of like a, a youth mom to us when I was in youth oh, here. And awesome. to get to baptize her cool. was just so that incredible. Awesome. Yeah. One little boy was like, his mom freaked out. Ooh! And I was like, are you going to freak out in the water? He was like, nah, nah, I'm good. And he got in. He goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's up, little man? I thought you had it. <laughs> that, that is awesome. awesome. That is so, so awesome. much fun. I mean, awesome. God really showed himself. He's really showing himself here at Center Point Church. So if you're not a part, become a part. Of the of what's going on, the happenings at Center Point. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's jump into our sermon and our service today, Resurrection Sunday. It's obviously uh, Easter Sunday, so we're not gonna do we're not gonna go too long today. I know we give you guys like a 20, 30 minute uh, uh, podcast. Usually, we're gonna keep it a little shorter today. But first, uh, have you ever been skeptical about some uh, biblical claim and asked someone to prove it? 
Yes. Anything comes to mind? Uh, do you have one that comes? Is it is it that simple? Yes, or, Listen, or do we have one that comes to mind? I feel like I, um, you know, I I Are you ask the a lot skeptic? of questions. Yes, I ask a lot of questions. Obviously, I always talk to Padre about it. Um, but you know, it's it's fun to uh, you know, kind of it's it's almost like you believe it still, but almost like trying to make sure you believe it. Like come up with the, the whatever the that you are kind of questioning. It's really to confirm, um, you know, to. Confirm your faith, really. And build so, it, grow it, yeah, strengthen so, it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, of course. I feel like it's normal to be skeptical about things that are, you know, in the Bible and question it and how it would be. And and really those biblical principles that you're taught, um, that it could be, that's why there's differing opinions about mm, everything. Sure. Um, so figuring out what your opinion is. And and so you start to question stuff. Sure. Pastor Devon? I mean, I can think of a thousand things, right? Yeah, that right? I listed, right? Peter walking on water. Peter, he walked on water. What? Yeah. You know. It was John right. and the whale. Right. <laughs> right. Come on. Not a metaphor. <laughs> Did Samson really lose his strength because he cut yeah. off his like, hair? So is that where my muscles are? You know. Right. Of course Just, he had a question stuff. You know, yeah. There, Of course. But you can question all you want is what, you know. I mean, honestly, I just went through a season of questioning. Sure. Quite honestly. But at the end of that, at the end of that day of questioning, just realizing that he is God and he is big enough to take my questioning. He is big enough and he doesn't have to prove himself. Mm. He doesn't have to do that, but he does it over and over and over, over again. And over. That's so good. To see him in absolutely almost everything. It's an amazing thing. Yeah, absolutely. No, I totally agree. And, and what were you, we kind of went over what were we were questioning at the time. Do we have any specific references to friends that helped you through that process? For me, I, I can just start it off. Kind of today was a great one for me. Not that I was questioning, but I loved the way Pastor Tom went about those different theories. And he, he kind of started bringing up the different theories that we might question and, and maybe even listen to and say, oh, wait, that kind of that kind of makes a little sense. He was able to dismantle it and show uh, the kind of the nonsensical nature of them. He said, well, wait, if these people were lying about it, why would they go through a gruesome death for a lie? Why right. would they do that, right? Is there anything specific you can think back to that a friend actually led you through and helped you helped you through? And what was their answer? Oh, we're oh. not going to go silent now. <laughs> um, trying to think of something that, you know, I mean, I feel like a lot of stuff that I've um, questioned, um, you know, I've been able to walk through it with with family or confidants mm-hmm. of people. I don't know if I have one specific thing, but I feel like there's been a lot of things that I'm like, hey, but what about this? And what about that? Mm. You know, and playing almost a devil's advocate here, you know, sure. and, yeah. um, to, to, to confirm it. But, hmm. you know. I guess I would say the one thing that I discovered in scripture, I remember the first time even seeing it was that, that, that um, phrase and God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Right. That's a good, that was like, mm. wait a minute. He, he hardened Pharaoh's heart. He did that. Like I remember reading that and going, so wait, but realizing that he is that God that has that power that can both harden and soften hearts was became more comforting to me. Sure, sure. And, and even in that story, you kind of see Pharaoh over and over and over. He's already denying. He, he's yes. Denied. And so fine. God said, hey, man, you had some chances here, right? right. And kind of same along those same lines, I always go back to uh, uh, Esau, have I, or, or uh, help me out here. What am I going for? A Judah? Jacob, that Jacob, oh, okay, I loved. Okay. Esau, have I hated? Right? Yes. That's an interesting one. That, yeah. and, but then, if you get down into the context of it, and I'm able, I was able to talk to some friends about it and kind of get into the original Hebrew right. of it, what it actually means. Exactly. Yes. It's so yes. important to do that. Well, guys, there's a really good question I want to hit here. 
Tom, Pastor Tom, PT, quoted 1 Corinthians 1, 13 through 15, that tells us without the resurrection of Christ, we have no Christianity. What do you think about that? I mean, but when you think about the cross in itself, right? If he never was taken to the cross, he was never the sacrifice. If he was never the sacrifice, then he would not have paid for our sins. Right. Right? So he gave himself up on the cross. We wouldn't be Christians if he didn't do that. There would, I mean, and think about being Christ-like. Well, yeah, we can take all of his teachings and go that direction, but if it was no cross. And I think we got to go a little bit further, too. It's talking about the resurrection of Christ. So think about this. Come on. If what Jesus, for? how many people even before Jesus mm-hmm. went to the cross? So many. How many people? It, it, was, it was just another torture tool. Exactly. So if there's no resurrection after the cross, right. he's just another man that went and to the cross. And that's what gave the cross a significance. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Because it's not significant without that third right. day, right. him raising from the rising from the dead. Right. Um, yeah, I just think that's so powerful that that without the resurrection, it's true. Because without the resurrection, what do we what do we have? What, right. what hope do we have? There was a perfect being that was killed on the cross, but he stayed dead. He, he didn't defeat death, sin, and the grave. He, right. he didn't do what he came to do. It's but when not he cliche. raises from the dead, that <laughs> it's is not. I'd say that's defeating that death. death. <laughs> right. It's not cliche. Absolutely. Um, going back to some of those theories we were on, Pastor Tom talked about a few of them. I don't know if you remember some of them. Stolen body theory, wrong tomb theory, swoon theory, where they said he didn't die. He passed out on the cross. Mm-hmm. He got buried, and then the coolness of the tomb resurrected him uh, uh, or brought him out of that 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 kind of uh, fainting or, or passing out. Uh, number four, the hallucination theory. Let's talk about those for a little bit. Were, had you ever heard of any of those theories before? I have never heard of any of that. Now, you grew you, up as a what? pastor's child. You've never heard of any of them? I've never no. heard of any of those as theories. You know oh, all of them? Theory. I've you never read, heard of those theories. I've, n- I've heard of all of them except for that last one, that hallucination. hallucination. Yeah. I've heard, which it's always kind of, you know, the first two I feel like are like, okay, I kind of get it. The the the, sw- the where the swoon theory swoon that's, that well, that's is I guess like what a little the, what bit the Muslim c- c- yeah, yeah. Uh, religion where kind of yeah. he was weak and then moved mm, the right really heavy stone right that's that, okay. that's very <laughs> non- it doesn't make sense to me far fetched yeah, but no. I heard the other ones the hallucination theory was new for me for sure I have never heard of any of these as theories before the one that gets me is the stolen body theory like what group of people is gonna make up something. And then go through the trouble of getting past some guards, Mm -hmm. moving a stone, Mm -hmm. stealing the body just to continue their lie so that they can be brutally murdered as well. Who who would do that? It just, it doesn't make sense to me. Mm. And then you've got, you've got the wrong tomb theory. Oh, because we see that these people are, are, they've tried to visit, like, they're not going to go to the wrong tomb. They know where Jesus is. at the tomb, right? I mean, they knew there was, this one had a stone in front of it and guards guarding it. Like, they're not not guarding every tomb. They're guarding the tomb. Think about that, that power, though. There was a dead man put in the tomb. And there were guards having to guard the tomb. What's that tell you? Right. They, they're thinking just in, just ca- in yeah. case, just it, in case, right? And then I love that he even talks about the disciples and the followers of Jesus. They weren't expecting a resurrection. He told them many times this is going to happen, yep. and they still they, none of the disciples believed they it. Happened, it was doubting done. Philip, you know, you got all the yep. all even after the fact, he's got all these people telling him, no, he's alive, and he's like, yep. not till I see it. They, or yeah. Thomas, sorry, doubting Thomas, not Philip, doubting Thomas. <laughs> I got to get my guys mixed up. <laughs> doubting Thomas. And he's like, no, I got to see it with my own eyes. Yeah, and, and, they yeah. thought 
they thought it was done. His disciples thought it was done. Right. They thought it was done so much that when we read scripture about them, they had went and kind of just kind of settled to go back to their old lives. It's kind of, that's how, how I see it. They, he, Jesus met them when they were fishing. They weren't expecting to see him. Mm. They weren't expecting for him to come back. Right. But who was? Right? Mm. No one knew who was expecting him to come back now. Right. Absolutely. Well, man, a, I loved today. I loved Resurrection Sunday. I loved mm. the worship that we partook in. I loved the sermon that we got. I love seeing all the new faces in church. And yes. um, it was just so cool to get to see people break down some barriers, worship Jesus, and, and even people that may not normally come to a church on mm-hmm. Sunday. It was just such a beautiful sermon. Was, was there anything? Was, you know, I was talking to my dad or, uh, a couple days ago. And I was like, what? It was making a joke. I was like, what are you going to talk about this week? Ha ha, it's Easter, you know? Like, <laughs> and he's like, um, he said, I'm actually going to talk about something that I've never talked about before. And that's these different theories. And for me, the message was really uh, a learning message. I felt like mm-hmm. I, for, you know, there's power in having, I guess, a real understanding of what people might say to me and a response to to today mm. um, and, and strength and, and what my response should be and knowing, mm. being armed kind of with these different theories. So I thought it was a really unique Easter message. Um, mm. And uh, I definitely learned a lot, which is, mm. which is great. I would say the whole service was unique from the, from yeah. the, mm-hmm. from the, you know, starting to the end of the service. Um, everything was unique and watching people's, watching people's, um, you know, response and how they were taking it in mm-hmm. was, it was beautiful to see. And, people that were here for the first time. One gentleman, it was his very first time being in church. It was, yeah. Amazing. That was great. And it was another celebration. He, you know, Pastor Tom gave the uh, salvation message, you Mm -hmm. know, and he accepted. Mm -hmm. So just knowing that one person got it, it was just, it was kind of put me at peace. Wow. That's so cool. I mean, and it's worth it. It says even just one in heaven rejoices. So cool. Well, hey, thank you both for joining us today. Thank you everybody for tuning in today. And remember that because of what Jesus did on the cross, and then even more so what he did three days later by raising from the dead, he gives us hope and a future and something to look forward to. We love you guys so much, and we will see you next time.